0: Hey guys, it's Mike from We Are The Batman here. Just want to let you know, we have a new website you guys can go to. Just go to podpage.com slash we are the Batman. That's podpage.com slash we are the Batman. You can get all of our episodes there, get a little more information about us. And most importantly, you can leave us reviews and you can leave us comments and messages, send us questions and episode ideas, and you can even leave us voicemails. All these great tools are on the website. Head over to podpage.com slash we are the Batman. We always love to hear from you guys. Head on over there now and check it out. Hey, everybody, welcome back to We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. All right, so uh, we are gonna do our uh, casting of the DCU villains. Uh, last week we uh, had uh, a show uh, idea from TJ Montgomery about doing uh, casting James Gunn's DCU Justice League, and we were like, "Well, hey, we should probably do some villains." Uh, I reached out to TJ, and he sent us his list. I have not seen it yet, so we'll we'll get to his at the end. Um, and but we'll we'll get into the rules and all that in a little bit here. Uh, but first, uh, it, hey Matt, do you have your tickets ready? I do have my tickets ready. Then let's take our tickets and go to the gun show. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a look at that. This time, we're not actually doing a deep dive into James Gunn's Twitter. We're just going off some stuff. He said in a YouTube video, one of the uh, the YouTube wired videos where they let uh, celebrities uh, look at like the most searched things about them and respond to them. Uh, and James Gunn did one with his brother, Sean. And in this video, he re- he revealed uh, two kind of neat pieces of information in regards to DCU projects. Uh, the first of which is that uh, Superman legacy starts shooting in January. Uh, we know it's in pre-production right now. The script is done that they're the, the costume designers and set designers, All they're all meeting. Um, and uh, so we know that that shooting in January which means we're probably going to get some casting news soon.
1: I would imagine. I mean, you know, we, we, we not to get too far into it, but with the writer strike, it looks yeah. like there might be an actor strike compounding yeah. that. So I don't know if that in, you know inhibits things, but yes, you're right. He has talked about that. He is there somewhere. I think it was on Instagram where he talked about the kind of person they're looking for. So they're narrowing it down, but seeing like hundreds of people. Um, but I think, yeah, you you got this whole thing. I mean, we want to imagine that most actors are in relatively good shape, but we also know that most of them want to get as swole as possible for some inexplicable reason to play Superman.
0: <laughs> well, well, it's, it's what works nowadays, but yeah, we with Flash is coming out soon. We are like, I think we're like a month almost to the day from the Flash being released, and we've said that as soon as the Flash comes out, that's when we're going to start getting more information because then the reset has happened and we can start learning some things. So Give it six weeks, I'd say, and we'll we'll have a, a clearer idea. But also speaking of casting, you know, like a little over a month ago, the cast of Creature Commandos was announced. Uh, Frank Grillo, David Harbour, Alan Tudyk, a whole bunch of others. Um, and we know now that from this video, they are currently recording all the voice work, which you had figured that like if they were announcing the cast, like we are going into the show being made if it's not already started. And yeah. They're they're recording, and there's a pretty good chance this video from Wired was taped, you know, a little bit ago. Like this was not like they taped it and put it up like the next day. So odds are they've been recording for a bit. So yeah, we'll a, be seeing some more from that soon. Yeah, voice acting
1: is not like being you know Superman in a movie. You don't have to buff up to do voice acting, <laughs> even though Frank Grillo is shredded.
0: But yeah. um, it's but David yeah, think, no slouch.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the fact that they've announced it probably means like, cool, you guys come over here and do this.
0: Yeah. Like I said, post post the Flash coming out, we'll probably get a lot more information. I'm still really hoping we're going to get announcement of another DC fandom. That seems like the kind of thing James Gunn might want to take advantage of. But everything we've read, DC fandom was kind of their response to the pandemic with there being no Comic-Con and things like that. Now that a lot of those restrictions have been lifted, they're probably going to go back to just doing Comic-Con, which, which I get. But there is something kind of nice about having your own little special DC uh uh web because they were cool. I mean for for uh totally virtual events, they're pretty good, honestly.
1: Well, and if you just comb James Gunn's Twitter, you'll get everything you would get at DC.
0: That's Games. also true. That's also true. <laughs> um but I I would expect we'll see another video announcement from James Gunn uh once the Flash a couple weeks after the Flash is out cuz by then Guardians will have kind of done the majority. He'll be done with the Guardians promotion tour and and will he'll be in full full DC mode. Speaking of going to full DC mode, let's talk about James Gunn's DCU some more. Uh, let's let's get into talking about some DCU villains. So, we similar to last week, we set some rules for ourselves with the casting. And mainly, mainly that was just who we were gonna cast. Because at first we thought, because as soon as we were done taping the episode, we we're like on the phone, all right, who are we, what villains are we doing? And of course, your first instinct is a villain per hero. Okay, cool. Name a Martian Manhunter villain. Exactly. Uh, name a villain for Wonder Woman other than Cheetah. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, you know, we've got two Green Lanterns. So we we went through. We threw some names around. The list we came up with was Sinestro, Captain Cold, Lex Luthor, Metallo, Cheetah, Razal Ghul, and Deathstroke. Uh, those are the ones we settled on. Uh, we sent this list to T.J. Montgomery. We'll get his list here at the end of the show. Um, through casting some of these, I had a few other villain character casting ideas. I think you had one or two as well, Matt. That's um, correct. You wanna get you wanna give our uh our, our our non-main villain castings first, our little honorable mentions and get those out of the way first?
1: Yeah, let's get the randos out. Um the randos the one- out.
0: You, you had one, right?
1: Yeah, I had one. I had star sapphire just because you know if you got two Green Lanterns, we're probably gonna need two Green Lantern villains um (laughs) so i picked alicia alicia wainwright she plays the mom on raising dion which is actually a pretty good show if you haven't had the chance to see it it's on netflix um i've not seen anything
0: she's been in so i i I can't
1: yeah she's in i don't know if the movies come out or if it's on the the horizon there's a movie with uh justin timberlake that um she is the co-star in it was like a real big drama i'm trying to re- i'm trying to look it up real quick i just think it's funny because the- she's the girl who he got caught like being a little too friendly with out in public <laughs> sure and got him in a little bit of a uh, trouble <laughs> sure. i have
0: no idea what you're talking about <laughs>
1: It, it wasn't that big of a deal because it's not like okay. he's a gigantic star. Palmer. That is, it was last year. The name of the movie was Palmer. Okay. It yeah, was a, it. A, a weird drama. Anyway, yes, he got photographed basically holding hands with this girl out in public. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't matter. It was just more comical than anything else. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I don't blame him. She's a beautiful girl. She'll look great in a costume. So, hey, sorry that you uh, that those things happen, but whatever. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything she's been in. I've seen the uh, the Lethal Weapon show that was on Fox. I actually liked that show, but I mean, she was only in one episode, so I I have no idea who she played. So I, I can't really comment on anything whether or not how good she is an actress, basically. Um, but I, I'll take your word for it if you've seen Raising Dion. I, I haven't gotten around to watching that yet. Um, That's pretty good. I I have a few. Um. Uh. So one of the ones I picked was uh, for Wonder Woman because she does have one other kind of cool villain. I mostly picked this character cuz he's probably my favorite character in the Harley Quinn show. Um and I picked the actor because I want to see him in more things uh superhero related. Uh, I picked Dr. Psycho. Okay. And I picked Peter Dinklage cuz it. Cuz it's such a like what if Tyrion was a full-blown supervillain. That's kind of what, uh. what what Dr. Psycho is. Um and I think it would be a cool chance for Peter Dinklage to flex his comedy muscles a little bit. Um, and really, just go full blown evil. Like he played, he was a villain in Days of Future Past, but he wasn't evil. Evil, yeah. Um, so that'd be kind of uh, one of which I stole from an earlier episode that we did uh, talking about Guardians actors in the DCU. Bradley Cooper is Black Mask, I think. Okay, I think okay. that's a yes. great one. Yes. Um, this one's not so much a villain, but it's kind of a villain at least for a little bit, and that would be uh, Lucas Hedges as Red Hood, Jason Todd.
1: Okay. Lucas Hedges, refresh me.
0: Um, Lucas Hedges was in, um, and now I'm blanking on uh, name of it. Um, um, he was in Manchester by the Sea. Uh, he was in Ladybird. Bird. Um, yeah,
1: I haven't seen anything with
0: this guy. Okay, <laughs> he's got this kind of like uh, punk ass motherfucker look on his face. Fair. Like he's a guy who would just have a ton of attitude, and and would would just a pain in batman's ass as robin um i i i like his look i think he's got a good jason todd red hood look um and then the other one i picked uh, because i i finally watched the menu oh nice great movie by the way batshit crazy i'll never watch it again it's an awesome movie uh anya taylor joy as harley quinn i think would be would be a neat pick
1: have you, I think you've mentioned, have you mentioned that before? Or have I we just talked really about it on Aaron. stage
0: after I watched the movie? I think I mentioned it on the show before, but she, she's got a, she's got a hell of a grin. She's got a nice big grin smile. Um, I, I think she'd be a lot of fun as Harley Quinn. Uh, if if we go, it, I, I have no doubt whatsoever. They're going to keep Margot Robbie, but if for whatever reason they decide to recast Harley Quinn, I think Ani Taylor-Joy would be a good pick. Um,
1: All right. So no, all the I, ones like that. hold on real quick. I'm sorry. I would just say this, like looking at everything you've picked besides a kid I don't know, like it's yeah. like, it goes without saying. It's never a bad idea to to hire good talent. You got yeah. some great talent right there. It's I all can't, talent. <laughs> can't dispute any of them.
0: All right. Let's get into the let's get into the main meat villains uh that we that we decided to pick. Here. So again, we're going through Sinestro, Captain Cold, Lex Luthor, Metallo, Cheetah, Razal Ghoul, Ghul and Deathstroke. Um where do we want to start here?
1: I think we start from the bottom and go
0: up. What's the bottom? The bottom <laughs> d- d- opposite of the way you listed it. Okay, so we'll start <laughs> with Deathstroke. Uh, yes. Who? Who? And again, this is one of those ones that was hard to cast because I really liked Joe Manganiello for it, and he didn't get a chance. So this is a hard one to pick because Joe Manganiello would have been my first choice. Who? Who did you pick for Deathstroke? I I went. This is another one of those
1: where I think like it goes without saying to pick him a lot of people have wanted wanted him to be a batman really bad a couple of years ago and that's scott adkins oh okay like all right the the skill is there he has grown as an actor over the last several years and some of yeah. the things i've seen him in especially somebody like deathstroke it's not like you're going to get into i mean if you go with the pure villain you're not mm. going to get into too much emotional range if you get into the anti-hero he's been kind of generated as over the last you know, since rebirth, he would probably, but he's probably going to be a villain. And Scott Atkins, like, I think he, he's done, he's kind of grown a lot and dude, he is a martial arts badass.
0: Yeah. Um, I haven't seen John wick chapter four yet. Uh, hopefully one day soon. Um, but no, he, yeah, he's like, he was, he was in Dr. Strange as one of, um, the zealots that, uh, he's the one that, Dr. Strange is fighting in the in the sanctum. Yeah. Um you, he does you the Guyver kick. Yeah. You pick him because he can fight. Um yeah. Deathstroke's a fighter. Uh he's also he's also in one of the It Man, he was in It Man 4, yes. which I have not seen. I need to see It Man 4. Uh because I like it. I like the first ones. Um, but yeah, like you look, his his whole catalog is just um is just action movies. He was actually in this movie sucks, but in X-Men Origins Wolverine he was the body double for Deadpool for Deadpool at the end. That, yeah. Well, for, for quote unquote Deadpool. Yeah. Uh-
1: no, he's been, in, he's one of these guys. He's been in a ton of stuff, but he always like, he's in zero dark 30. He's yeah. random. Like he'll randomly show up in big movies. He was in uh, American assassin. Mm-hmm. You know, you just like, just shows up, but he's, he, like I said, he's grown on me originally. Like if you go back to some of his earlier stuff, he does a lot of B level stuff he was, yeah acting was not his thing but he's gotten much better um the debt collector and debt collector two just the charm of the ridiculous of those movies kind of you know got me into him um there's been a couple other films i've seen him in his show the art of action is stellar um so yeah scott Death deathstroke
0: no that's not bad i i also picked someone from from a john wick movie for deathstroke <laughs> I picked John Wick. I picked Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, so he wasn't your ratio goal. He was not my ratio goal. When we were talking on the phone the other day, you started name dropping uh, people. You were like, I didn't want to pick them, and I I said we need to stop talking because you're saying no to people that I said yes to, and yep. we're about to fight on the phone. Um, yeah, I picked Keanu Reeves for Deathstroke. I went I went someone who clearly can handle the action. I mean, we've seen the videos of Keanu Reeves doing um the gun training, those, those action gun training, uh, yeah. uh, arenas. Um, and I, I also wanted to pick someone who was kind of, of the age because, you know, Deathstroke is supposed to be a guy who's, who's been around for a minute. You know, he's in his, his late forties, early fifties. Um, he's, he, he's like, he's not new. He's, yes. he's, there's a reason he can go toe to toe with Batman's because he's got the experience and the skill and the know-how. And I think this would be a really cool role for Keanu Reeves. To just, I mean, he's already played a DC character once with Constantine, uh, but to see Keanu Reeves, especially with, like, the gray in the hair and the eye patch, to just go in and just just fight with Batman would be awesome.
1: Yeah, see, he was my, I really wanted Keanu Reeves to be um, Taskmaster because of the- I would also be good. Taskmaster yeah. has a Deadpool, and I was like, dude, it would be so hilarious to see, like, John, like Keanu Reeves interact with Ryan Reynolds is something I yeah.
0: like. man. I like I liked Black Widow. What a misuse of uh, taskmaster. Oh good uh, night, yes. Yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, so Keanu Reeves is who I want. Uh let's go next. Let's go to well, speaking of Ray Shah Let's go to Rachel Ghoul. Who who did so because since you didn't pick Keanu Reeves? who did you uh, who did you go with
1: he was on the i i went with a couple uh, you know who i almost went with with john cho but i was like no still can't see it he's not old enough yet okay um no i i had a hard time and then like i don't know what i was just going through twitter and hit this up i picked lou diamond phillips
0: lou diamond phillips is racial cool (laughs) yes serious i just like like
1: the th- yes, I think yes, th- this is what I think about is like like rachel Gools is one of those guys that like two steps away, you're on his team. Like he's not wrong about what he's trying to do. His mm-hmm. methods are incorrect. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like he's almost got a pseudo cult. You got to have somebody who's likable, but then also can switch on that evil darkness pretty quickly. And I don't know if you've ever watched Longmire, but Lou oh, Diamond Phillips yeah. was Fabulous. Blue Diamond fan. Phillips
0: is so good in Longmire.
1: Yeah. So I just thought like, dude, you just give him a little, even more of an edge, make him evil intent. And I was like, dude, put a goatee on him. Like I could, I could see it. It's, it's, it's a, it is a, what is that called? That is a, a wide swing that could end up just bouncing off the fence and getting caught. But I was like, that would be something different and interesting.
0: I don't hate it. <laughs> I think part of that's because I just, I really love Lou Diamond Phillips. You can go all the way back to La Bamba and like, I love Lou Diamond Phillips. Um, I don't hate that idea. I really don't. I think that's fun. I think that, I think that's interesting. And I'm picturing him in my head with the goatee right now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that works. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of different, isn't it? It is. It is which so is mine. Um I this was hard. This was a hard one because we've had three live action um racial ghouls. We had Liam Neeson, well, four if you count Ken Watanabe. Uh Ken Watanabe, but um <laughs> who actually on paper is not a bad choice. Uh no, but probably. we had him, we had Liam Neeson, we had Alexander Siddig who played him in uh Gotham and I I do not have the name of the actor in front of me that played him on Arrow. And I think that, like, I mean, obviously, Ken Ken Watanabe doesn't really count because he was just he was literally playing a decoy. But when you look at, like, Liam Neeson, Alexander Sittig, and the guy from Arrow, all three of them were, like, different variations of pretty good, honestly. Like, the problem with Alexander Sittig in Gotham was the writing. It wasn't him. Yeah. It was what they did with him, which was next to nothing. Um, And the guy who played him in Arrow was... Was pretty good too. It's just that season of Arrow was atrocious. Um, and Liam Neeson's Liam Neeson. So yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I, th- I think Liam Neeson kind of got the closest out of anybody. Uh so I ended up what I ended up doing was I, I just I mean I went online and just went into like Rachel Ghoul's origins. Like, what's his like what is his backstory? Which is obviously a huge it's like the joker, you can't really trust his backstory because it's so shrouded in mystery and age. Um, but kind of the original origin for racial cool was that he was like a Chinese nomad. So I was like, okay, let me look at, let me look at like older, like Asian Chinese actors who can handle the action. Uh, I went with Donnie Yen.
1: Uh, that's no problem. I have no problem yeah. with
0: that. Cause he's again, another, another John wick actor. Cause he's, he's, he's in John wick Four playing another blind assassin. That's twice now <laughs> he's yeah. done that. Uh, if you count rogue one. It's his thing, I guess. It is, but (laughs) I love Donnie Yen. He is, he has so much fun with everything he does. Like he got told, hey, you're going to go play a blind monk in a Star Wars movie. And he was like, all right, cool. Can I take out a whole bunch of stormtroopers as a blind guy? And they were like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He took, he took, I'm one with the force and the force is with me. And objectively silly mantra and made it cool. Uh, Yeah. uh, Donnie Yen is just, is just cool. And I think he would be a, a really, really, and we know, again, like if Roslo Gould is going to be in a movie, if Rachel is going to be in a movie, I want him to hand to hand fight like a ninja with somebody. I want to, and I want, and if there's anybody who can do that, it is Donnie
1: Yen. Yes. And definitely when you get into like sword fighting, cause he's fantastic at the weapons. Yeah. Um, speaking of that art of action, both Scott Adkins and Keanu Reeves were like the dude's fast. Yeah. Like they would just talk about how, like, even working with him, you're just like, uh, nope. What well, was it? Was the Scott Iken said? He basically said like, if I had to block the third punch, I would try to block the first one, and sometimes I would get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. I, I, I go back to that that fight in Rogue One where he takes out all the stormtroopers. Like that's that is that that is not editing. That is Donnie Yen. <laughs> that is a hundred percent grade A Donnie Yen. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I would love to see Donnie Yen, uh, a, just in more nerd properties in general, being a badass action guy. Um, where was, why wasn't he in Shang-Chi? God damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously. Um, put him in the
1: When comes, You know what? When it comes to acting, I have to give it a totally young
0: he oh no he was tony leong was so good <laughs> no that wasn't a knock against anybody who was in he was like, couldn't find a spot for donnie yen really <laughs> really he'll be um, in the sequel <laughs> he'll be in the sequel put him in the sequel seriously um all right let's go to let's go to the one that took me a minute and then i got hit with the stroke of genius uh let's go to cheetah
1: okay okay Who'd you pick? karen gillen who else am i gonna pick you pick her for everything. <laughs> she can't be Wonder Woman and Cheetah, man. I did not <laughs> pick her for Wonder Woman. I said I wouldn't be upset if somebody picked her. That's that true. was your buddy.
0: That's true. Yeah, you <laughs> did. yeah, TJ, you're out of your mind, buddy. I love you. <laughs> um, really? Okay, Karen Gillan for Cheetah. All right, sell me on it. Uh, other than the fact you can't just say it's Karen Gillan, like <laughs> it's really Karen Gillan. <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> Dude. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, what Jumanji,
0: the duel? Yeah, Jumanji. Like, Jumanji's a good, a good callback. Like,
1: I, the thing of it is, is like, look, I don't want to be this way, but I'm going to be this way. Uh-huh. Her name's Cheetah. She's a feline. She's got to be able to move. She's got to be sexy. Kristen Wig is none of that in any day of the week. Oh, I think Kristen Wig's hot as hell. <laughs> See, and I haven't yeah. watched the movie,
0: so I can't but Kristen Wiig makes me laugh, and that's already a very attractive uh 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 personality component for me for a woman. I love I'm Kristen Wiig. not
1: I'm not saying she's an ugly woman,
0: I'm just saying she's not a feline she feline. was a weird pick for, for cheetah though. Yeah, like Object-ish, yeah,
1: yeah. Did she help some bury somebody bury a body? That's all I'm trying to figure out. Um
0: <laughs> she but... wasn't bad in the movie, just the movie was just bad.
1: Yeah. So that's where I go like mm- that's kind of odd yeah but um <clears throat> pardon me but no i am trying to figure out it's just just her she's awesome like yeah. i'd I, I like i like her look i think she would be you know somebody you would buy as a, a foil for whoever you cast as wonder woman so yeah that's why i pick as Karen gillen
0: it's, i mean it's not a bad pick it's not a bad it's just her name comes up a lot on this show cuz we all want to put her in something. I want her to be phantasm so yeah. hey, or or oracle. Um well I kind of like you my thought process was I want someone athletic who's good who's already good with fight choreography um who's got a a, a limberness to her so you don't need to do as much CGI wire work with her. Um I went with Sophia Butella.
1: Okay, okay. That's a girl from the first um she, she Kingsman, was in, right?
0: Well, she was in Star Trek Beyond. I don't know if she's in Kingsman or not. She's Star Trek Beyond. She's in Hotel Artemis. As much as the movie sucks, she's in the 2017 version of The Mummy.
1: Yes, um, yes. She was she's in, in the Atomic first Blonde.
0: Yeah, like she's been right, but she, she's very, but like the, t- the two roles I think about most for her, again, weirdly enough, is The Mummy and... um and Star Trek Beyond, she's experienced with doing makeup and like like the creature makeup, alien work, especially in Star Trek Beyond. Um, she's able to do this kind of weird animalistic side to her, which is what she's going to have. And she's, I mean, she can do fight choreography with some of the best. Hotel Artemis, in particular, she's doing crazy fucking gymnastics the whole movie and kicking the shit out of people. Uh, <laughs> it's, that movie is very good. Uh, it's a it's a great B movie. So. I think, I think Sophia Batella is, doesn't get enough work for how good she is. And I I know that the mummy is kind of a big stain on her career that, but I think she, I think if they gave her the shot to be the cheetah with, with a good script, uh, and just did, didn't try to make some weirdness out of it. Just go with cheetahs origin, you know, archeologist finds this shit, gets powers, whatever, uh, go with that. I think, I think that'd be a lot of fun.
1: I, I can't dispute it she she's been good in everything I've seen her in yeah so why? yeah
0: she's never the problem yeah she's never the problem um all right let's go to the next one that I think may, maybe people who are listening to this might have been like really uh metallo I really like metallo he's one of my he's one of my preferred superman villains because I, I I'm not a big Superman fan to begin with uh but I do really like metallo as a villain I think he's a cool villain. Yeah, uh, but
1: Metallo, the only issue with Metallo is like, you got to fully lean into the comic book thing because he's a robot.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a kryptonite powered term- Terminator. Yeah, that so. Time. Totally into that.
1: Yeah, so so getting to the point where you could believe that that's something that actually can be created now, I think is what causes issues with some of these characters. I think we're getting there now that you could get into AI or even if you did like what you did with Ultron where Tony Stark didn't really make him. Well, the Infinity Stone created him, and
0: that's why we're here. Treat it like a combination of Cyborg and the Terminator. Yeah. That's what you got. And just stick the old kryptonite gem in his heart. Um, and you got something cool. There's a lot you can do with Metallo. Uh, who, yeah. who, I'm curious who you pick. Who did you pick for Metallo?
1: Um, Mustafa Shakir. He played Jet Black in the Cowboy Bebop show. Nope. Live action. He was uh, the villain in the second season of Luke Cage. Uh, season
0: two of Luke Cage.
1: He was in Ghosted, the recent thing. He's been in a couple different things, and everything I've seen him in, What's he's really again? impressed me. Mustafar Shakir.
0: Mustafa or Must Mustafar?
1: I think it's a Mustafa. I thought Mustafa, it is yeah,
0: Mustafa Shakir. Okay, I'm pulling him up right now. Yeah, I, I haven't watched season two of of Luke Cage. I heard it was kind of. Eh. Um, it was. <laughs> and I'm not an anime fan, so i sure shit didn't watch Cowboy Bebop live action. <laughs> Yeah, um is.
1: you you dodged a bullet bro yeah. um
0: see i've seen some of the stuff he's been in but i it's i don't remember him in particular yeah so i'm to yeah. go back and, and watch again because like I, I saw emancipation um you know the deuce american gods um i just, I just need to go back and watch again and just watch more of him but okay
1: no he he's got a good presence he's got a good voice Like the weird, his, the color of his eyes would just make you buy. You wouldn't have to do any CG on his eyes. Like he has crazy green eyes.
0: Holy shit, he does. Wow. And he's just, he's just
1: awesome, dude. I've really, everything I've seen him in, I think he's great. Um, he, it's just one of those times like, I can't believe this guy hasn't been in bigger things and bigger roles and bigger stuff. Um, but yeah, that, that is my pick for Metallo.
0: Hell yeah. Um, I, I went, Uh I went with somebody who I think I went with John Bernthal. I could see that. Yeah. I I guess it's it's John Bernthal. I love John Burnthal. Put John Burnthal in everything. Right. He's right, he's right up there with um uh with uh uh dude playing crossbones. We just talked about him. Creature commandos.
1: Uh, Frank Grillo.
0: Frank Grillo. Yeah, like, put them and stuff together, please. Um, The fact we don't get to see Punisher John Bernthal take on Frank Grillo Crossbones in the MCU is upsetting. But the fun thing with John, with, with, with Metallo, is that, like, because he's essentially a cyborg who covers himself, he disguises himself in a human skin, you can put John Bernthal in the first one, and then you don't have to use John Bernthal again. You can use other actors and just write it as metallo has a different skin that he's hiding in it's 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 easy you never have to worry about casting someone and contracting them for yeah five movies or whatever if john Burnthal's like i can do it but i can't commit to it like i can do the one it's like okay cool come do one we'll swap you out with somebody else for the next one if we decide to bring you back or if we decide or, or we kill off metallo it's it's fine he's not a metallo is a cool villain but you don't have to make him like a long-standing villain he can be he, yeah. one and done uh He's a cool villain to pop up with, though. Uh, but yeah, John Bernthal, I can see him being like the, you know, because Metallo, I, I started rewatching the uh, Superman animated series from the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh,
1: gosh, yes.
0: Um, Does not hold up as well as I, as I remember, but it's still not bad. But I really liked Metallo in that show, and I can totally see him being this like, yeah, this this uh, crime, not the crime boss, but like a uh, big time crook. Uh, you know, smuggler working for Lex Luthor uh, gets gets messed up in a fight and and has like this grudge against Superman. Uh, I, plus, I think it'd be fun. It's it's fun to watch John Burnthal be a bad guy. Yes. Uh, it's great seeing him as Punisher, who is a hair trigger away from being a bad guy. Uh, to to see John Bernthal be a bad guy going toe to toe with Superman would be a lot of fun.
1: I think it would be I, I, like he's one of those guys, like, what was that movie? Um, oh my gosh, Sicario, where yeah. he's like the nicest, yeah. coolest dude. and then the moment you realize what he's there for, he just totally switches into villainy. and I think that's something with metallo is i like, I mean, it's been a while since I watched that Superman show, but originally, he's just kind of like some dude trying to do with a job, and then he just gets more and more, like you said, overly obsessed with killing Superman <laughs> and exactly. that exactly. One of my favorite shots in that whole series is just watching him walk on the ocean floor. So good. You're just it's like so he's going somewhere to kill somebody.
0: Um. Yeah, Metallo is a cool villain, and I I really think it's it's about time we had him show up and and gave him a uh, a live action treatment. All right, let's get to let's let's get to let's get to the bald motherfucker. Let's get to Lex Luthor. Um, I hate Lex Luthor. It's one of my it's one of my least favorite villains in all of comic book nerddom whatever you want to call it i think he's a pretty boring uh, uh character um who'd you pick for lex Luthor?
1: i went to a place where people are gonna get me mad at me but again i go to this whole like um what's it called
0: what, what else is new i mean <laughs>
1: <clears throat> no i mean like what i'll say this is this is again one of these villains where he's got to be a charming cool dude yeah and then behind closed doors he's a dick yep and I've liked this guy in like the two or three projects I've seen him in. I picked Riz Ahmed.
0: I love Riz Ahmed so much. Riz Ahmed is such a good. Uh, he needs more work. Please put Riz Ahmed in more things. Yeah. As and Lex I, Luther. You know, I don't hate that idea because he was because he was the he was the he was kind of a Lex Luthory character in Venom. But the problem with that movie was the script. Uh, yeah. I like I like Riz Ahmed a lot.
1: Dude, I just I think actually now that I'm thinking about it, I was about to tell you, dude. I did the detective in V for Vendetta, and I was like, wait a minute, that was you. <laughs> we did that episode. Oh Game my god, Project. we did that episode, didn't we? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he is—he's just this really cool actor. But I really feel like this would be because, like, Lex Luthor isn't the dude who's gonna like become the intimidated villain and goes nuts. He's going to be the guy who's scheming and figuring things out the Machiavellian way to get over on Superman because you know this. Unlike other villains, this Lex Luthor is never the villain who's going to stand toe to toe with with Superman. He's never going to buck up to Batman and get into a fight with him. Like he's going to be scheming. He's going to make sure he's going to make sure Metallo is there to fight these guys. But he's so just having a highly intelligent guy who isn't like. I want to say a weak, like, it's not a weakling, but he's just not this, like, fully big stature dude. He's just like, this guy's the the smartest guy in every room he goes into and the smoothest dude everywhere we go.
0: He's, he's Batman with a God complex. Yeah. this what Lex Luthor boils down to. He's with a God complex and, and not as much imagination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I'd have cast a, uh, Lando Calrissian as Lex Luthor. Oh, Billy D? <laughs> yeah.
0: <Ooh. laughs> Cuz Billy D. Yeah. No one's going
1: to pay attention to anybody but him in the room.
0: So. Hell no. That's actually not a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah, like 90s Billy D? Hell yeah. 80s 90s yeah. Billy D? Hell yeah. Um well, I I like you. I wanted somebody who I knew could be kind of charming but also kind of sleazy. Um I went with Jude Law. Dude, yeah. Oh yeah. I could like, see that totally. I thought about like him in Alfie, where he's just kind of this yeah. charming ladies man guy. I thought about him in Gattaca. And I also thought about him in Rise of the Guardians, which is an animated movie, but he plays Boogeyman. Yeah, Played, yeah. I remember, uh, that. I remember that. He is he is creepy. He is very good as pitch in uh in Rise of the Guardians. I love that movie a lot. Uh I like, I really like Jude Law. I want Jude Law. I, I even like him as young Dumbledore in uh, in, in the Fantastic Beasts movies. Those movies are very good, debatable, but he's very good as a young Dumbledore. Um, shave Jude Law's head, put him in a suit, let him charm the pants off every woman in the room. And then just I always my vision of a Lex Luthor is can they go from being the most charming man in the room to standing behind a desk in the office and scaring the pants off of you? with how intense they are. And I think Jude Law can absolutely pull that off. Yes.
1: Yes, definitely. And he's, dude, I didn't think you could get somebody to out-charm Robert Downey Jr. in a movie, but he's there toe-to-toe with him in those Sherlock films.
0: Oh my God, yes, he is. Like, it's the two of them working so well together in those Sherlock films that really put it, really sell him. Jude Law is so good as uh as Watson. I love those two movies. I really wish they'd make a third one. I know they keep talking about it, but um yeah, no, Jude Law is Lex Luthor. Uh I think I was watching Alfie and it just kind of hit me. Um
1: no, I, I think that's perfect. And like I mean I thought he was okay as the villain in Miss Marvel. It was kind of I think he played it too.
0: Oh, in Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, Captain Marvel. In Captain yeah. Marvel,
1: I think he was a little too mustache twirly initially so it was like oh wow he's the villain oh, you
0: kind of you, you kind of saw him as the villain coming a mile away yeah it yeah. wasn't that big of a shock
1: yeah but um but no I, th- I think that's a perfect idea all right captain cold brother i'm gonna switch it to you do you okay. tell me captain cold first
0: i wanted somebody who i knew again could be kind of charming kind of sleazy and just kind of snarky um and someone who i'm just a, a big fan of and that is luke evans
1: i could see that yeah Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I like I like
1: one cold blast like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like Luke Evans a lot. If you've ever seen, um, oh god, it was this really messed up horror movie he was in. Um, and now I'm drawing a total blank on the name of it, and I'm I'm looking it up right now. Cocaine Um, Bear. uh, No one lives. (laughs) No, God, no, no, no one lives. Uh, it's a messed up movie um uh that uh bro that brodus clay is actually in uh, for a little bit um he can do scary evil and he is scary evil in no one lives but you know he also played vlad the impaler in dracula untold the movie's not very good but he was a good pick for a dracula um i i really like and he's also in a movie called the raven uh which is a, a movie about Edgar Allan Poe and he plays uh, this inspector who works with Edgar Allan Poe. It's a good movie. I actually highly recommend it. It's kind of a murder mystery horror movie uh, about Edgar Allan Poe. Um but he's very good at being cold, calculated and just downright scary. And I'm blanking on the actor who plays Captain Cold in the Arrowverse. The guy oh, from God, Prison yes. Break. Um but he he is so good as Captain Cold. And so it's it's hard to be like, who am I going to get to play Leonard Snart? That's better than this guy, and that's a hard one because he was so dialed in as as Wentworth Snart. Miller. Wentworth Miller, love that guy. He's so good in that Prison Break, and he's so good as Captain Cold on on CW. Yeah. Here, here,
1: look, here's every appearance of Captain Cold in the Flash. That's your plan. That's yep. not my plan. Yep,
0: and I, <laughs> love it. and I love it every time. You're
1: just waiting for him to screw over whoever he's working that, with.
0: That man, Wentworth Miller, oozes sleaze off the screen as 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 Leonard Snart, yes. um, which is crazy because he's supposed to be like one of the nicest guys in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, but Luke Luke Evans, I I like Luke Evans a lot. I think Luke Evans is a Phenomenal actor who um, I don't think gets enough work. And I don't think he gets, oh, not the other one, doesn't get enough notoriety for the work that he puts in. Yeah. Um, You know, it's a bummer about Beauty and the Beast, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, But also, and this has nothing to do with him playing Captain Cold, but if you haven't watched Scrooge, A Christmas Carol, the animated movie on Netflix that dropped last year. Do it, because Luke Evans, as Ebenezer Scrooge, as the voice of Ebenezer Scrooge, will move you emotionally in a way I cannot describe. He is so good.
1: Can I watch that one? If, you, know haven't, if, did. if you
0: haven't, watch it this weekend. I know it's May. Watch it this weekend. It's very good. And Luke Evans as Scrooge is insane.
1: Nice, nice. What All right. Think? I, I I I'm just in weird mood with some of these today. I would have, I'd uh, pick Dave Batista.
0: I don't hate it, but I also love Dave Batista, Put him in everything. Yeah, uh, he was. I'm married to him as Hugo Strange. I know. No, he was in. Um,
1: I, I've mentioned it before. There's this. It's a stupid movie. It was an offshoot of the Ip Man series called Master Z, and he plays this like. That? Yeah, he plays like this restaurant owner who's. Seems like a philanthropist and so nice and blah blah blah. And then like as the story goes, you're like, oh no, he's the main villain. <laughs> okay. All right. And just something about his performance in that. And then of course, like he's he's been great in other things, you know. I think yeah. it would be fine, fun to see him kind of play that borderline, psychotic, kind of sleazy dude and have fun with it.
0: Absolutely. Dude, David Dave, Dave Batista is just he's so good and he gets better every time he's in something. Yeah. He's so. so good in Guardians Three. He's really good in Guardians. 3.
1: Oh yes, he is. Oh,
0: oh man, um, yeah. Also, Luke, uh, another one in defense of Luke Evans. Uh, watch the Alienist. It was a TV show he was on with uh, Daniel Brühl. Very good.
1: Daniel Brühl and the 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 kid from uh-huh. oh, what the heck is her name? That was in Man on Fire. Isn't she in that as well? Dakota Fanning.
0: Uh yeah yeah she's in it too. Gotcha. A lot of people in that, actually. All right, All right that leaves us with Sinestro. Hmm. Am I going first? Sure, why not? Sterling K. Brown. Who's that? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He, no, he was your pick for John Stewart. Uh, yeah. Uh, or uh, something. Uh, dude, I love again. I love Sterling K. Brown so much. Sterling K. Brown is so good. I want him in everything. I just watched rewatching today the, the episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine that he's in um oh yes so, so funny as the dentist that, yeah that episode <laughs> that whole thing is so when he just monologues at the end i was like yes <laughs> and he realizes as soon as he's done like damn it i just put myself in jail um yeah i love sterling k brown so much and i think i think he's kind of a safe cast for, for sinestro but like the character's name is sinestro he literally has a twirly mustache if anybody can play a mustache twirly villain, it's Sterling K. Brown. Uh, I I love Sterling K. Brown so much, and I I yeah, I, to me him as Sinestro is is like the safest casting, but it also makes the most sense.
1: Oh no, I think it's perfect. Um, all right, you want to know who I picked?
0: I'm dying to know who you picked. <laughs> Mark Strong. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> I like I liked Mark Strong as Sinestro. Again, the problem with that movie was not the cast.
1: Yeah, he he, he really is. That was such a waste he's, for him. Speaking to be of
0: gone. Sherlock Holmes, he's such a good villain. He's such yes, a good, he bad guy.
1: Uh, all right. So I picked uh Tom Ellis. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, now like, I get it.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I just had this moment, I was like, no, because like, yeah depending on your story like he's a green lantern for a very long time yeah and then becomes a villain and i was like who better than lucifer himself yeah as long as he keeps a british accent because that was something i was going to say last of course he
0: would Yeah. yeah
1: is the reason the other reason i didn't pick him to be like the shadow or the batman or whatever things that we talked about is that there's a show he did where he does an american accent And his voice as an American is so annoying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's really off-putting.
1: It's really weird. Um, But no, uh, yeah, dude, like Tom Ellis' Sinestro, I think works so much.
0: Talk about a man that oozes charisma. I mean, good God. You could put him as Lex Luthor, except you'd have to get rid of the five o'clock shadow and that man should never shave. If Tom Ellis shaves, the world ends. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but no, I think that would be, fantastic i think that'd be cool as all get out yeah um <clears throat> i think it would just be just just to see that happening you know i mean he's dude he carried like the first three or four seasons of that lucifer show like that he girl didn't... they put opposite him like man that was rough she
0: she got better with every season but it's just Lucifer was made at a time where like, the popular thing to have on TV was a show where someone who's not a cop helps out the cops. Yes, Castle. Yeah. Castle, uh, Lucifer, Sleepy Hollow. I mean, it was yes. everywhere. And to the point where I was like, I don't need another someone who's not a cop helping out the cop show. I really don't. Yeah. Um, ABC had like four in a row that failed halfway through their first season because they were just, they were bad. So, but Tom Ellis is, I mean, I can't get over how good he is as Lucifer in Lucifer. Yeah. And just again, the kind of slimy, sleazy charisma that it's like, yeah, this guy could, this guy could charm the pants off anyone, but he could also be just the most evil person on the face of the earth.
1: Yeah. So I think that would be great as that. And uh, dude, he, he's an in-shape guy, He, whatever you got to do with the suit, I think it's going to work for him. And yeah. if you have not watched, oh my gosh, what the heck is the show he was in? A friend of mine told me to check it out and we ended up going through like the entire series mm-hmm. with, um oh my gosh, what was her name? Hold on. I'm getting there. I what are talking about? It's a, It was a British sitcom and he's like the, He's not the main character, but he's the the love love interest slash Miranda. It's called Miranda. Okay. And it's, what um, the heck is her name? Her name is Miranda something. Come on, computer. Keep up with me. Um, Miranda Hart is the lead. The oh, director. I know her. I mean, yeah. So it's this like sitcom. And the funny thing is, is he's doing like the last two seasons of that show. I think at the same time, he's doing Lucifer.
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's <laughs> funny.
1: He just plays like he's the 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 lust interest, I guess I should say. So the first interest. So the first two or three seasons, she's just after him all the time. And he's just totally oblivious to what she's doing. Um, But yeah, he's he's very good in that show. It's 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 hilarious. So so yeah, uh, dude, him as Sinestro. I'm just down for I want to see it.
0: Dude, that's yeah. Tom Ellis is so good. It's so fucking good. Um, all right, let's uh, before we get out of here, let's take a look at the list that uh, TJ Montgomery sent in to us. Uh, because we have um, to, I don't want to talk about Yeah, absolutely. No. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, the, so we'll go in the order that you sent him to me. So, uh, for Sinestro, he has Matt Smith.
1: No, okay, I, can okay.
0: That. I like okay. Matt Smith. Um, I really like him. I mean, I love him with Doctor Who, obviously. Morbius didn't happen, uh, but uh, he's so good in House of the Dragon, he's very good in House of the Dragon um he said matt smith he's an excellent actor who needs a better crack at a comic villain he also has that elongated sinestro face he's not wrong he's got the facial yes. structure. i think yeah um for captain cole <laughs> wow okay he said bill Hader. and you know what if i hadn't watched barry i'd have said he was out of his mind but i've watched barry and i'm i'm into it
1: uh, uh yeah but, uh, sure Sure.
0: He said he said no idea why for this one, but he came to mind that I can't get him out of my head. He's a phenomenal actor who can do both comedic roles and dramatic acting when needed. Yeah, he's very good in, I mean, he's, he's hilarious, obviously. But if you haven't watched Barry on HBO, anybody out there, like watch Barry. It's it's so good. Um, for Lex Luthor, he said, I have two. Uh option one is my preferred option, but I don't think he'd shave his head. John Ham. Um I think he's, I, I I like John Ham for it, but I think he's also right. John Ham would never shave his head. Uh, he said he's got a naturally imposing size of a man at peak condition. He's played many roles where he comes off as the smartest man in the room who knows it. Uh, option two is my wild card option of Jason Bateman. He's one of the best actors at being such a calm, likable <laughs> douchebag with the superiority complex. I think he'd be super mental threat. Lex. I don't know how I feel about Bateman. I can't see it. I haven't watched Ozark. My mother loves Ozark. I've heard Ozark is excellent that Jason Bateman is to die for in Ozark. Um, that's what I've heard. I don't know. That's a harder sell for me, but uh, it's not my list. Um, for Metallo, he said Will Arnett. He's got that gravelly voice <laughs> I could hear coming from a cyborg like that, being that I could, it could be very work very well. <sighs> Uh, I, interesting, I love Will Arnett I love Will Arnett so goddamn much I don't know about him as Metallo
1: that completely changes the dynamic of that character
0: but I think I think depending on the tone of the movie it could work yes but, but also I have a hard time not thinking about Lego Batman <laughs> exactly yeah uh, Cheetah he said Natalie Dormer her face sculpt as a human is already cat-like in and of itself, which would help in the makeup or digital process. She's also a very strong actress who I feel can skirt the line between being fierce and smooth. I actually I like the idea of Natalie Dormer a lot as Cheetah. Yeah, I could see
1: that. No, I, no I actually, I, yeah,
0: I like that one a lot. Actually, I I, I I wish she had gotten a bigger a blow up of a career after Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, I think it's a very good pick. Uh, so Rachel Ghoul, I have two options. I surprisingly love. Option one is my preferred. Oh, my God. How did I not think of this one? Go. Oded Fair. From The Mummy. The first two Mummy I know roles.
1: I know who he is, but he is yeah. I don't know, man. I think
0: honestly. I think think that's, of the I,
1: last thing you saw him in.
0: Oh, I know. I couldn't. I couldn't even begin to tell you.
1: That's because he hasn't <laughs> worked in a long time.
0: <laughs> but But just thinking about the Mummy movies, I'm like
1: Dude, the yeah. mummy movies were almost 30 years ago. He I does know. not look like that.
0: I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. M-
1: mummy 90s Odette Fur. Yes. Now Odette Fur? No.
0: <laughs> the other one is completely batshit crazy choice, and that's Tony Shaloub. Give him <laughs> hair and robes. I think he would be a good very he's very odd, but his acting would be very engaging. Um <sighs> engineer Chen you want I am am weirdly on (laughs) I am weirdly on board with Tony Shalhoub but I I love him in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel as this kind of weird um emotionally all over the place you know mathematician from the fifth from the 60s I don't I if, if I had to pick one of the I mean like Oded Fair I think is great from a action standpoint I think Tony Shalhoub would be great as kind of the uh Enigmatic uh uh psychopath uh take on it. Um and then his pick for Deathstroke, he said if they don't keep Manganella, who I love, yeah, I'm with you, buddy. Um is uh Kevin Durand. I'm trying to think of who that is. I'm drawing a blank. I'm looking,
1: I'm looking, I'm looking uh Kevin Durant. He's one of the he was one of the bad guys in walking tall. He was in real steel. He's like the better looking version of the guy who played Zod.
0: That's funny. Um I'm pulling him up here.
1: Yeah. I could see it. I could totally see it though. I could yeah, see it. I can see it. Totally. I, can,
0: I can totally see that. Yeah, I can absolutely see that. Uh for Deathstroke. Uh, he's de- I'm sorry, I don't
1: know what I'm talking about. Deathstroke, yeah, no, he's got the the height. He's got the um, he's imposing. I think that'd be cool as hell.
0: Oh, you know who? He, you know, okay, again, not a good movie, but uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yes, he was blob. He was blob. He was blob. Yeah. Um, and before he becomes fat blob, when he's just regular to the regular the beginning, Yeah, I can see that working. Oh, he's in Fruitvale Station. I gotta go back and watch that again. I don't remember him in. I don't remember him in that. Shit. I gotta go back yeah, and watch sure. that again. Um, okay. okay. All right. Well, hey, cool. Look, that's kind of the fun of doing this show is we can kind of do whatever the hell we want with it, and and at the end of the day, we have no idea who, who James Gunn's gonna pick, and I'm sure we're way off base with all of these, but uh, but it remains to be seen. Uh, this was fun. I'm glad we did this. Um, <laughs> we'd love to know uh, who you guys would pick for some of these so make sure you let us know uh on twitter or go over to our website at podpage.com slash we are the batman and you can find me on twitter at mr mike shea you can find me on twitter at mr j ninja that'll do it for this week's episode of we are the batman we'll see you guys again next time same bat time same bat podcast channel bye-bye